On this week's Deal Guy podcast, how to build a smart home from top to bottom, start to finish with some serious frugality along the way. Welcome to the Deal Guy podcast for the week of February 20th. I'm the Deal Guy, Matt Granite. If you've never heard me before, I'm going to do the uh, the quick breakdown of who I am, but then we're going to get to some serious bargains right off the bat, how to make your home smart. And of course, a welcome back to anyone that has been here before. If you are subscribed, I love you. And I apologize that you're going to have to hear this quick 20-second intro that you've probably heard every week. Here we go. I am a professional bargain hunter. If there is a such thing, I developed an algorithm almost two decades ago that I used to hunt down price drops on flights. It didn't really work that well, but I use that now to chart sales patterns. And in doing so, I host programming for ABC, NBC, CBS TV stations, and Amazon Live. And my pride and joy is now this podcast and my YouTube channel. And there we are. That's me. All right. How are you? Who are you? What do you do? Why are you here? I really appreciate that you are. I'm assuming one of the reasons you're here is to save money, or perhaps you found something tied to this on another podcast. You're wondering, well, who is this guy? And now you're probably wondering, well, he sounds like a bit of an idiot. Why am I going to keep listening? But don't worry. One of the things that I do, which I love, is I do in-depth home installation demos for smart homes. And I show people how to go top to bottom on the perfect way to make your home smart, but also to discuss some of the reasons why you would want your home to be smart. So let's start with the reasons. Then we're going to get to my favorite products. And I apologize if you hear me out of breath. I'm, I'm actually recording this now from my home. And if you want to see the full tour of my home, go to youtubedeals.com and there will be video to accompany all of the products and links that we're going to discuss right now. But I'm out of breath because I've just been going from top to bottom. Okay, here we go. Why do you want a smart home? You want a smart home generally for two reasons, convenience or accessibility. Not really fun and not really laziness. A lot of people, when I talk about, well, you know, this is really cool. You can make your home smart. You know, I'm not too lazy to get up and adjust my thermostat. I don't need to yell at the Amazon Alexa voice service or a Google Home or Siri. And my answer is that there's always a situation in life where you will benefit and there's some tremendous cost savings and also a high level of eco-efficiency tied to it. We'll start with the thermostats, just as sort of the, the breaker into this breakdown of bargains. But I, I think the, the thermostat is an interesting example for two reasons. We generally have a thermostat, depending on what type of house you have and how modern it is, in one area of the home. It could be in your living room. In our case, the thermostat's on the main floor. And it's not an issue of being able to get up and turn the thermostat up and down. When you have a smart thermostat, and we'll go through the brands and my favorite products, imagine being able to leave your office. And then once you begin your commute on the hottest day in the summer, your smartphone sends a signal to your thermostat and then it adjusts accordingly. So you're not blasting cold air all day. It just starts to cool the house to the perfect temperature when you arrive. Now I know you're like, wait, it, sometimes it's actually better and more eco-efficient to just keep the thermostat set at a temperature the whole day rather than blast it. I just mean lowering it a couple degrees. Another thing that a smart thermostat can do is it can take the averages of the different temperatures on the different floors of your home. So if you have a cold third floor and a really hot bedroom, you will take a median, which is, again, ways to ensure that your thermostat isn't overworking on one floor to cool another area or heat another area. That would just be a benefit. When my wife was pregnant, she was on bed rest and she wasn't able to go down an entire flight of stairs every time she got hot or cold. So simply having her ability to say, Alexa, I'm hot or cold or whatever it was and have a device respond. Oh, sure. she's responding in the background. That's fun. Uh, it was not only 
beneficial to her bed rest and her health, but something where the convenience did play in. And obviously, one of the first people I bought smart products for happened to be my grandparents. Everyone assumes that technology of that nature is not something that a senior citizen can bet from, but they can benefit in ways that we haven't even thought possible, just tied primarily to accessibility and some of those other fun Fun, fun fundamentals. Fun fundamentals. All right. So that's a smart thermostat. I guess let's start, now that we've discussed thermostats, I'll just mention the two companies that I really like. Uh, Nest, obviously, and Ecobee. I prefer Ecobee to Nest. The main reason being is having sampled and used both thermostats and the various lines that they have. The Ecobee 3 and 4, which are on sale right now on Amazon, they actually, in my opinion, have better customer service. I found that Toronto-based customer service was better, and it just seemed to time out less. One of the things that I had issues with on the Nest thermostat is it would it would often stop communicating with the server on my smartphone, and I had to reboot quite a bit. Again, just personal preference, but Nest makes phenomenal products, and perhaps my experiences were isolated at the time or, or whatever it was, but I didn't have as many timeouts with Ecobee. What should you do as the base of your smart home? Now, this is this is the hub. This is the brains of all of the activity. And I don't believe that Siri is the way to go, with the exception of the HomePod connectivity and the Apple HomeKit that you can have on your iPhone. It doesn't really matter if you're Apple or Android. Siri is just not built out to do any type, in my opinion, of advanced home networking tied to smart hubs. It really comes down to two companies, Amazon or Google. And I would say that the answer to this is what your personal preference happens to be. If you are a very active Amazon shopper, Amazon was basically there before Google was when it came to the Amazon Alexa voice service. The whole Hey Siri thing came afterwards. And I think that Amazon just does a a better job. Uh, It's more responsive. It's a little bit more fun, in my opinion, some of the answers you get. But I do host programming for Amazon Live, as I mentioned. And it's not that I'm biased, but I spend a lot of time with the Amazon Alexa voice service products. And for whatever reason it is, I've I've learned that the, the tricks and the constantly evolving brains of the operation are seeming to move at a faster pace than the Google Home devices. Now, I have done full breakdowns of the Google Home versus the Amazon Echo Dot and the Echoes. And I will say that in the primary inception of the devices, the Google Homes had actually better sound. It was funny. Then... Amazon had to play catch up and then they made all of their audio and their Dolby audio a little bit more advanced. It comes down to personal preference. The sales seem a little bit more frequent on the Amazon devices. And if you have an Amazon account or you're a prime member, the the benefits tied to an Echo device are phenomenal. And with, with sales, you can actually throughout the year load up on just an Echo Dot, which is the smallest of the Echoes where you can just talk to Alexa till your heart's content for basically $39, depending on what type of sales you see. The Echo Show and many of the other devices, it just seems to get more complicated in, in for a lot of people if you don't want video and you just simply want to be able to speak a command and have your house respond. But one of the nice things about the, the Echo products and primarily the higher-end Echoes is they have a built-in hub. So just everything works so beautifully. But even with the standard Echo Dot, you can do really well. Google Home, Google Home Mini, you're going to do great. You won't go wrong with either product. That was just my personal preference. So... Let's start with the two ways that you can make your lights smart. Two ways. First way is a Bluetooth bulb. And by the way, if you're really advanced in terms of home networking, I've got tons of other podcasts where hopefully I'm uncovering or shedding light on things that you just haven't heard of before. If you are someone that already has a smart home, 
Please forgive me for going through the quick breakdown of what things are and how they work, but perhaps what you will benefit from is me telling you which brand I like better and why. So when it comes to lights, there's two general ways to make your lights smart so you can speak and have your lights all turned on. There is the smart plug, where you put a plug into a wall outlet. The adapter is smart, and then you plug your lamp into that. So you can say, turn on my bed lamp, and then all of the, Alexa, turn on my bed lamp. And then the one issue that you're going to run into is that, Alexa, stop. If you don't call all of your devices the same name, she goes crazy. If you say something, Alexa, turn the couch light on. Okay. Couch light's on. How did that happen? The adapter that I have plugged into the wall is called couch light. And then I've plugged the lamp beside the couches into the adapter. There we go. That's very easy if you have lamps. What do you do if you have light bulbs or, or bulbs that are actually in your ceiling or in fixtures where you don't have the ability to hardwire a plug into an adapter? That actually won't be called hardwiring. They'd be called soft wiring. I just thought of that. <laughs> but anyhow, the other option is a Bluetooth or a Wi-Fi bulb. Generally, a Wi-Fi bulb is better. A Bluetooth bulb, you need to be within range of it, and a Wi-Fi bulb works on your home networking, which means you can actually put a bulb into a fixture, an LED bulb, and you give that the name, couch light. And then every time you say turn on couch light, instead of sending a command to a switch or an adapter, as long as there's power running through the fixture, as in the fixture is turned on, you can control the bulbs independently by saying their name. And that's the beauty of Wi-Fi bulbs. So in my house, I do for some of the ceiling fixtures have Wi-Fi bulbs in place. And then for example, on outdoor fixtures, we've got, I don't know, six or seven outdoor lights. I've put Wi-Fi bulbs into the fixtures and I've put them all onto the same so-called switch on my app, and then I can control all of my bulbs at once. When it comes to the companies, there's generally a lot of knockoff Asian companies right now, but there's two big companies that make both the majority of the switches, the plug adapters, and the bulbs. And it is Wemo, W-E-M-O, or TP-Link. TP-Link also has an app called Casa, K-A-S-A. Now, I really have had a terrible time with the Wemo bulbs I, and the Wemo switches. They time out every 10 seconds. I'm so angry. I had them for a long time in use and it was just destroying my happiness when it came to my smart existence. So I, I will tell you right now, I am not a fan of the Wemo bulbs. I much prefer, prefer the, the TP-Link. I just, I've had a much better success with them. And actually, if you want to see some of the new TP-Link products, you can watch me from the Consumer Electronics Show on YouTubedeals.com. I did some breakdowns of some of those things. I have very, very strong opinions on the two brands, but there you go. When it comes to a smart doorbell, I'm a big fan of the smart doorbells. Two, two types of smart doorbells. There's the doorbell that you can hardwire where you have an existing doorbell and you generally take the circuitry from that doorbell and you plug it into a new doorbell, which has a camera. And then the ability to detect motion and record video and so on and so forth. And then also bulbs with a battery where you can put them outside and they're not built in as a fixture to your house, but they're pretty cool. I like uh, two companies for this. I actually think Nest has amazing products, although I wasn't as big of a fan of some of their thermostats. The, the Nest doorbells are amazing. The Ring doorbells are phenomenal. And I use Skybell. I really like Skybell. Why do you Skybell? was packaged with my home monitoring center, and uh, I'm a big fan of it. Ring has tremendous products, though, so uh, you, you'd be fine with either. Uh, the, the reason I think a doorbell is sometimes more important even than surveillance cameras on the outside of your property is they 
are at the door where the majority of the action will take place, where your packages are likely to get stolen. They detect motion. They have got wonderful HD clarity. And they also serve a purpose of allowing you to know on your smartphone when someone rings your doorbell and you can, in fact, unlock your door from anywhere in the world or at least converse with someone and make it sound as though you're home when you're not. A lot of people will put a bunch of surveillance cameras and a smart doorbell. It's total overkill. I I highly recommend, if you need anything, a smart doorbell, if possible. And then if you absolutely need to, a two-way voice communication camera is great. The one thing that I would caution you of when it comes to wireless cameras is not all wireless cameras are wireless. It's kind of like headphones. So let's move into cameras for a second, and then we're going to discuss smart locks and a few other things. When it comes to uh, wireless headphones, as an example, you'll often hear someone say that their headphones are wireless. But what do you notice? You notice a wire adjoining headphone A and headphone B. So they're not truly wireless, right? Truly wireless headphones are a little bit different. They do not have any wires running between the two headphones and they're entirely Bluetooth and then you charge them independently on their own. And that is that is the distinguishing factor between truly wireless cameras and cameras that call themselves wireless and make me angry. So a truly wireless camera will not have a wire connected to a power source. And there are cameras that do that. So for example, the Blink cameras are completely wireless. Amazon might have purchased them, I can't remember. And um, they've got they've got some great cameras. The Amazon Cloud Cam has a wire. So although it's a wireless camera, you still have to plug it in. So it's not entirely wireless. And then the other thing that I should keep in mind or that you should keep in mind is that you want the ability to expand the cameras. So the Blink cameras are great because you can keep one camera connected to the next and they're all on sale right now on Amazon and I think Best Buy has a few things and they all work with the Echo devices. They're waterproof. They give you live HD video, instant alerts. They're they're weatherproof. I happen to really like the Blink cameras, but there are many other cameras that are available that will do the same thing. Just my, my one word of caution is make sure that they are wireless, completely wireless, especially if you want them outside. The technology tied to some of the best HD wireless cameras, I can just check to see if these are on sale right now. This is live deal hunting as we speak. Uh, the Nest cameras are not on sale. Best Buy has some sales coming up. Uh, and I should also mention the Arlo cameras are great. Let's talk about Arlo for a second. Arlo are very similar to the Blink cameras. Arlo cameras have batteries in them that don't need to be changed usually on average more than two years. Every two years you need to change your batteries. And they have very easy, easily serviceable batteries in them. And that, in my opinion, is more important than running anything with the power source. Obviously, the power source, you can pull a camera, you can cut a camera. That is uh, something to keep in mind. In terms of home security, uh, in terms of a system, I prefer home monitoring. A lot of people prefer to do all the monitoring on their smartphone. They like $0 in monthly fees. And my issue with that is I'm away a lot and I work crazy shifts. My TV shift starts at 3 in the morning sometimes. I'm sometimes asleep during daylight hours when your house is more likely to get invaded upon or robbed, and I just don't want to deal with self-monitoring. It's great that my phone will give me an alert when there's a break-in, but what the heck do I do? I'm in, a, I'm in a different country and I have to call the police. That's not always the most helpful. So I much prefer and I advocate for home monitoring if you can afford it, and there are home monitoring fees that are completely awful that you would get from your typical security companies. If you are someone that's ever looked at fees from ADT or something along those lines, they're they're horrendous. They're awful fees. They really make me upset. <laughs> And you're overpaying. You could be paying $50, $60 a month. So one company that I love is Simply Safe, S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E.com. 
they do have some promotions and sales running right now. And they offer your entire front to back home automated monitored system. And the reason I like that, and you, you could choose not to hook any of their equipment up, but the reason I like their their fees is you can get a top-to-bottom home security system with a free video doorbell and connectivity that you can hook up to your Amazon Alexa voice service or your Google products with no contracts, 24-7 alarm monitoring, and no phone line needed and sell backup uh, tied to these products for about $259.95. You can get a whole everything set up. And my favorite thing about their monitoring is they offer $14.99 monitoring per month with no contracts. That is so cheap. So how does it work? You get hooked up, you give them your address, and then you are hooked up to an actual monitoring system where if your alarm goes off, they will dispatch police to your residence. And for $14.99 per month and then more advanced packages, depending on what it is that you want, you're you can you can spend a little bit more but you're going to save a lot more so for the course of 3 years with a traditional security company you'd be paying about $1000 in monthly fees with simply safe you are you are basically saving that amount of money for $15 a month it's it's phenomenal they're top rated new york times fortune i mean i i've been a i was a customer i should say when i lived in the states for a while very very happy customer when i moved to canada simply safe does not operate in canada so i actually switched to a company called alarm force which was later bought out by bell and they're actually tied to an american broadcast American security system where they actually broadcast two-way voice communication in your house. Uh, Alarm.com is the company you can look at and they sell products and monitoring where if someone is in your house, there's two-way voice communication where the dispatch center will, will yell at the culprit or the intruder. And in the event that you are home during a home intrusion, they they can hear what's going on. For me, I just wanted a little bit more safety because I am away. My wife is home a lot alone. There's a new baby and I just really wanted the peace of mind. But again, that that might be overkill for most people. The monthly fees are a little bit more, but just just something to keep in mind depending on what route you're looking at. The home security bundles from Blink, Nest, really any company that you like where you are ditching the monitoring fees, Arlo would be, I guess, the, the, the top range of companies I would look for. If there's a brand you've never heard of and people selling you, I, I tested a while ago, a Packard Bell security system is very basic. I, I would go with one of the big companies right now just for those bundles. They're being sold Amazon, Best Buy, Walmart might even have some deals. Just keep in mind, now is a great time to buy. We're prior to DIY season, which is March. And you can score phenomenal deals in February on that. So now that we've done the uh, doorbell, the alarm system, we've done the surveillance cameras, we've done the hub operations, and we've done light bulbs. That would, I, I think, be the 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 basics for and thermostats, obviously, for for a smart home. I would also mention that if you want to do smart locks, they will integrate with a lot of the alarm companies and alarm systems uh, tied to Alarm.com. Uh, quick set locks are phenomenal and the best locks that I find that I've tested operate, they're called wiser locks in Canada and then they operate under the quick set brand in the States. When you're looking for a smart lock, the two questions that I get from most people is what happens if the power goes out? So all smart locks generally are battery operated <laughs> and they also have a key backup. So my my big takeaway from smart locks is you have an override, but you have convenience. And there are other great brands. August makes smart locks. Yale makes smart locks now. Um, but I really do like Quickset. Amazon Key's got some cool bundles going on. I'm a big fan of those products because 
Think of all the situations where you might need to let someone into your house. Uh, we had a, a situation last year where our, our basement, we had actually a water flood detector go off and we had to get someone into our house very quickly. And we actually avoided a flood, but I was able to unlock the doors from anywhere and get uh, personnel into the house. If you have a babysitter or you have pe- trades workers providing some type of work in your home, painting, trades trades folks, where you need to give them access for a period of time and then disable their access, you're not worried about who took the key. That's great. If you are starting off in a new relationship and you're worried about that crazy ex, you don't need to change your locks afterwards. The beauty of a smart lock is you can usually give up to 30 people or more their own personal four-digit codes, and then you can take it even further by controlling their access at specific times per day. So for example, I have a TV studio in my house, there are certain times of the day where I need a videographer to come in and I have his code running for the entire year, but he can only enter the house with this code from 9 to 6 p.m. I trust him, never an issue, but when I set up those parameters, I know that if for any reason the videographer goes rogue and wants to come you know, with a, do crazy things in, in my empty house on a weekend, his code won't work. It's just a little bit of peace of mind tied to, to who is available. And then obviously the whole getting locked out, forgetting the key, different things tied to that. We will always be protected with a smart lock. And I've had situations where I, I, I trust the, the mail carrier. So I, I wanted to let the mailman in. I wasn't home, but I had a very important package that was being delivered and it was baby formula at the time. I didn't want it to sit outside. I, I talked to him through my video doorbell. I said, hey, do you mind just opening the door, leaving it in and then closing the door? He did. I locked it remotely. I was able to see who he was. And obviously that's a level of trust that I have with my mail carrier. Everyone is different, but them being federal employees also like, you know, they work very hard and I'm not worried about that person. There's not nothing in the house to take anyhow, but I, that was one of the things that I had in mind. So it was very similar to the Amazon key program where they'll actually do the same thing for most zip codes in the United States, where your Amazon driver will get a specific code in a package and sorry, your Amazon driver will get a specific code. And if your package is delivered, you have full control over the entry and when the package is delivered and then that code is erased and you've safely dropped off your package. Amazon will also deliver packages to garages and car trunks, which I find kind of strange, but but exciting. <laughs> so it, it depends whether you want a DIY lock system or a keypad, or you want to tie it to uh, the Amazon key service for the keyless entry door monitoring and the optional in-home delivery. But for me, I went the route of uh, just buying my own lock, pairing it with the this home monitoring system. And for me, quick set was the way to go. All right. I think that should take us through all of the basics for smart home installation. If you want to see how it all works, how quickly I did it, for example, the smart lock has four AA batteries that generally last about four months and then I have to switch them out. You can see that all youtubedeals.com. I want to move on now just very quickly to some great subscriber questions. These are YouTube subscribers and podcast subscribers and just quickly break down some upcoming deals, which I think is really important to know because we all like saving money. And since one of the big things that I do is I chart price drops, I will be happy to tell you what is on sale when. So this week, February 20, sorry, February, the week of February 20th, there are some cool deals. Uh, If you are struggling through cold and cough season, um, all the Ricola products, Ricola, those are all on sale this week. If you're looking for laundry detergent that lasts up to three years and 720 loads, that's on sale. Um, the Eco Egg, if you head over to youtubedeals.com, you just search Eco Egg on my channel, you can find my full demonstration of a product where for under $40, you have a detergent that will last for three years, 720 loads. Awesome. 
Bluetooth speakers, not that you necessarily need more. Those are on sale this week too for under 30. Mattress toppers are a great deal this week. And coming off of President's Day, the items that I would wait for and not buy, uh, luxury pillow sets, those drop on February 25th. Wait if you can for that. The wireless chargers and wireless fast chargers for your smartphone, those drop on the 27th. And if you're looking for Bluetooth turntables, some of the really cool old school technology meets new world innovation, those drop uh, just as we begin March. The couple of items that I would not buy prior to March, any type of towel set, washcloth, things like that, cookware, and some of the Belkin products not tied to smart home, uh, the home and car charger kits and things like that, those drop the first week of March. Second week of March will bring teeth whitening, knives, vacuum sealing sets for both clothing and travel bags, some of the return of the new year new you products like cold pressed fish oil things like that those drop aroma diffusers those are all better buys at that point but not now air fryers drop end of march don't buy that now get a lot of requests for those and uh, we i think should take care of most of the subscriber requests i was actually uh, for some of the earlier podcasts i'm sure you guys have heard i would say well jimmy asked this and katie asked that i realized that um you don't always need to hear the person's name to to make it a good question. So sometimes if I gloss over it at a, at a faster pace without mentioning the names, I cover double the amount of ground at a fraction of the time. So I'm trying to keep in mind that your time is of huge importance. And I really want to thank you for spending it with me. I want to make these uh, quick to the point, but also conversational. I struggle with that a little bit. I don't want to babble. I don't want to have rants, but sometimes I have a lot that I want to say, but I realize that this is not my platform for a rant. This is to impart price drops, money-saving information, and then later down the line, I'd love to also help with investments and different things that you may want to know about going on in your community. So this is a, a really great place for us to hopefully all do that together. I want to thank you for listening. I also want to mention, for those of you that have been rating the podcast, leaving me comments, and then also sharing it, you've assisted with discoverability in an amazing way. You've brought on hundreds of new people who've now found these podcasts because of you. And not that I'm going to become podcast famous ever. I, I, I'm not getting paid to do these. I love doing these. The, the reason this is important to me, I get better at what I do based on the questions I get. So you're helping my deal finding and you're helping make these podcasts better. So you rock. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for being here. I love, I love that we get to do this every week. My next upload will be a week from now on Wednesday. You can find these podcasts, subscribe, like, share, whatever it is that, that you're able to do on both Spotify and the Apple podcasting platforms. And I love you. So have a great week. Happy savings. Don't forget to check out my smart home, youtubedeals.com, or just subscribe to my channel and you'll get eh, two to three quick alerts over the course of a week when major deals drop. You're awesome. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs>